0: Hello and welcome to the SKY Coaching Podcast. This podcast is for people who are experiencing chronic fatigue syndrome and want to improve their quality of life, to regain their health and to feel like themselves again. I'm a chronic fatigue coach and I want to help you start taking action to live the life you want to live. I keep my podcast short, sweet and helpful as I know energy is limited when it comes to CFS. If at any point you are interested in my coaching service, you can find out more information at www.sunkissedyoga.co.uk. Hi, hello everyone. Welcome to this episode where I'm going to talk about how I recovered from chronic fatigue syndrome. This is possibly the number one question I get asked um, daily is how did you recover from chronic fatigue? Or... How do I recover from chronic fatigue? And I'm going to answer the question, how did I recover? Um, But before I do, I just want you to note that recovery will look different for everyone. I use a five-stage process with my clients, all of my clients, but within those five stages, how we action and approach things such as pacing and brain retraining and introducing activity back into your life, Um, how we design and plan out your recovery is highly, highly individual. Your recovery and how you approach it will depend on your medical history, how long you've had CFS, what current commitments you have and your current situation um what current energy levels you have what you're able to do what you're not able to do and also what you want your life to be like and your values in life so we have a goal to work towards I help my clients recover based on who they are and who they want to be and also by meeting them where they're at right now and obviously that's going to be different for everyone some people will be bedbound, some people will be kind of half managing to get through their days and through their weeks but just constantly feeling a bit um, low on energy there's a real variety of like where where people are at on their journey to recovery so when people when people dm me asking how how do i recover or yeah how do i recover you can appreciate that it's quite hard to answer without knowing a lot more about you um, and without knowing that information. So today I'm going to tell you how I recovered, what worked for me and just a little disclaimer before I do, finding out what works for you is what's going to help you most. And again, that's what I help my clients do. I help them find out what works for them and then coach them through these five stages of recovery that I use as a framework so that's basically a long-winded way of me saying what worked for me might not work for you because we are different people we have different lives when I was going through CFS I was quite young um I luckily didn't have too many commitments other than work and university both of which I had to stop doing but you know a lot of people with CFS might find they have children or they're not able to just stop working or other commitments like high commitments, family commitments, etc., etc., um, which can make it harder. I think for a lot of people, not to say that you can't manage it and can't work through it, absolutely you can. Um, I support loads of my clients going through that. But basically, I'm trying to say each recovery will be individual to each person. But I do believe the things that I did in my recovery. And from what I've seen work with my own clients will be very beneficial if you can try and implement them as well. So just a little bit of background on how and why I had CFS. Um, it was brought on by I had um, EBV, which is Epstein-Barr virus. I also had a couple other viruses at the same time. So mine was kind of post-viral fatigue, which then led on to me getting diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome. Um, when it didn't kind of go away after the initial six months, I think that's when they decide it's chronic. Um, I was 19 when I had that diagnosis and probably the following few years were some of the worst years of my life. I was in a wheelchair for a certain amount of time. I could not shower by myself. My mum had to help me shower. Um, yeah, it was awful really. And I know anyone who is listening to this can probably resonate with all of those things. Um... Yeah, and I was told by doctors and by medical professionals that there wasn't really anything they could do for me, Um, take painkillers when you need to, rest when you need to, like there was no um, useful stuff they gave me and I found that very frustrating initially and I didn't understand how something that was so physical in my body didn't appear um, as like a medical condition that they had medicine for, if that makes sense. But off the back of that, I did an awful lot of research for myself. And I also, having been a yoga teacher, I kind of had more of an idea of how energy works in the body. So I think how I recovered, one of the main things anyway, was keeping my mindset open to the idea of recovery from the start, even when doctors told me there's no way um, well not there's no way, but they said this, there's nothing you can do for this and it could last forever is what they told me. I didn't accept in my body that it was, that I was never going to get better. I don't know how, and I don't know why. Um, I'm quite stubborn and I didn't believe that I could go from being quite a fit, and, like an averagely fit and healthy 19 year old to someone who was bed bound and couldn't achieve anything. Um, for the rest of their life, or at least that's what it felt like. So not having that limiting belief was really important. And I see this a lot with people going through recovery, especially for people who have been stuck in CFS for a really, really long periods of time. A common trait that all of those people have is that they don't actually believe that it's possible for them to get better. And to be honest, I don't, <laughs> I don't blame them because of the poor medical advice, because of the um it's not like a high I suppose it's not high recovery rate from chronic fatigue syndrome but I think having a closed off mindset to the idea that you will ever get better means that you won't even try um, and all of your actions will be in line with that belief of it's not possible for me to get better so even when you're having really really hard times like For example, when I was in that wheelchair and I was at my absolute worst, I still had the the core belief that I was going to get better, even though I felt absolutely shit at the time. So I think that is the main thing, um, making sure you're as optimistic as you can be about this recovery. So aside from that, the next thing I started to implement was yoga. And I've spoken about yoga a lot obviously I'm a yoga teacher and I don't want to make anyone think that when I was in, you know, in the depths of chronic fatigue that I was doing like hours of yoga a day, it really wasn't like that. When I say I was doing yoga, sometimes I would just lie on my bed and do like a few little twisting movements or I would lie on the yoga mat sometimes in a child's pose. Sometimes I would cry because my body just felt so heavy and like impossible to move and, Even just getting out of bed would give me awful migraines, but as like little and often as I could, I started to implement yoga. And sometimes that just looked like a little bit of journaling because yoga also includes meditation, which is paying attention to the present moment on purpose. And I think that's really, really important when it comes to chronic fatigue recovery, because we are usually quite dissociated from ourselves when we're going through cfs we don't enjoy being in our body the present moment isn't amazing so we tend to distract ourselves either by scrolling on our phone or watching a lot of tv or just dissociating from our mind and not paying attention to how your body is feeling because it's not always a nice feeling right so you try and not analyze it too closely this drives a lot of disconnection between your body and your mind. And in order to recover, you're gonna to have to rekindle that connection quite a lot because we need a lot of awareness of what's going on inside of us to recover. We need to know what triggers our symptoms. Um, and sometimes that can be something as small as a, a thought that you have, like a, a really small stressful thought that can trigger symptoms. So if you don't spend time to be present with your body. Through something like yoga or meditation or whatever works for you, that could be something like having a bath or a cold shower or baking a cake, you know, whatever it is that helps you be present in the moment and sit with your emotions, sit with how your body's feeling, and just kind of be an observer of that, the better your mind body connection will be, which means your recovery will be a lot smoother, a lot easier to attain. So yeah, yoga played a huge part in my recovery. And, you know, over months and eventually years, I think the yoga really helped. It was something for me to focus on. And the nice thing about yoga is it's got so many mental health benefits, nervous system benefits. And obviously we know that chronic fatigue syndrome is basically just a hypersensitive nervous system. You're spending too much time in your fight and flight response. And yoga has been proven to lower that. Um, even if that's just temporary in the moment. Um, What was I saying? I've lost track of my thought. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. So over the years, um, I started to be able to practice a little bit more bits of yoga and my body actually started to become stronger because obviously yoga can be a form of exercise as well. And I think obviously when we have chronic fatigue syndrome, exercise is something that suffers because we don't always have the energy for it but movement is medicine i mean the things that movement does for your body are amazing and so healing it boosts your natural painkillers in your body it boosts your endorphins your dopamine all of those happy hormones those feel good hormones and when we're going through something as hard as cfs the more of that we can get the better I'm not expecting you to go and do, like, an intense hot yoga class if you're really struggling at the minute. Obviously, stick with where you're comfortable. Um, But doing, like, doing little bits of yoga at home before bed or just literally when you feel like it can be really beneficial. So, aside from that, um, the next thing that I kind of didn't realise I was doing it until I researched it a bit more, but it's called brain retraining. I have done another podcast on this that you can go and listen to if you want to know more detail. Brain retraining sounds really, really fancy, but it essentially is just changing the information that you feed your brain via your words, your thoughts, your actions, and your beliefs. So it's, cha- it's basically a way of changing your mindset, right? But your brain is neuroplastic. And without going too sciency, that means that you have the ability to change the way you think and the way your body feels if you can retrain those neurons in your brain and take advantage of neuroplasticity so when you start practicing brain retraining it's i suppose it's kind of a way of saying think thinking in a more optimistic or positive way But I really hate when people say that to people struggling with chronic illness, like just think positive. That's not enough of an explanation um, to help you implement it. So it basically, it comes in really helpful when you look at your symptoms. So normally when we feel and experience our symptoms, we get into quite an anxious state in our minds and in our self-talk. So we start saying things to ourselves like, I'm never going to get better or this is really, really painful and I don't know how to control this. Or um, sometimes it can be like, this is going to kill me. It can be a lot of negative and anxious self-talk and beliefs going on in your body. So every time you think these things, it makes the, the process in the brain um, think it a lot easier, if that makes sense. So next time you experience a symptom, you could just try telling yourself instead of saying, instead of saying to yourself, oh my God, this is going to be so painful or I'm going to have to spend ages in bed. Just try saying to yourself mentally, symptoms are part of recovery. I've been through this before. I'm going to be okay. Saying that to yourself will be so much more calming than if you get yourself worked up and into a panic, um, and tell yourself that this is going to be really awful. And it plays into the stress response in your body. How you talk to yourself kind of dictates your, your internal environment and your reality. You want to decrease your stress response as much as possible when you're going through CFS, because the whole initial problem is that you're spending far too much time in your stress response, in your fight and flight Nervous system. That's why you have all these horrible symptoms and stimulus around you that normally wouldn't, um, that wouldn't affect someone who has full health is draining for you because your body is putting all its energy into its fight and flight response. And when it's not in it, it's putting its energy into healing, which is why something as simple as having a shower can leave you feeling exhausted because your body just doesn't have the energy, it's being used elsewhere. So trying to lower that stress response through your words, through your thoughts and through your beliefs is so, so powerful. And I do think that's something that helped me through my recovery. Um, And I don't want you to confuse this with being positive all the time. That is not possible when we have chronic fatigue. And I'm not expecting you to celebrate every time you have a symptom. Probably when you start trying to implement this brain retraining, it will feel like a real challenge and impossible because it's completely natural to fear pain, to fear our symptoms. But if you can remember that symptoms are going to be a part of your recovery and how well you respond to these symptoms is going to dictate how quickly and how well you recover, that can be quite powerful and empowering for you when it's happening stress equals symptoms so the more you can lower your stress the better and how do we lower our stress we do it through things like yoga meditation positive self-talk affirmations reassuring yourself also like education like really understanding what's happening in your body can be very empowering and help you feel like you have a bit of control um, and understanding what's going on sometimes when you feel symptoms It just feels like your body is breaking down and uh, is broken. But we know that symptoms are happening because your body is just trying to protect itself. Your body is actually trying to heal by producing these symptoms. It's telling you to rest. And um, even though it's not an enjoyable thing and it would be great if our bodies could just, you know, tell us mentally that we need to rest, uh, we probably wouldn't listen to that which is why your body is sending you these debilitating symptoms. It's to make you rest and restore your energy. And that's quite a primal um, thing that happens in us. It's our primal nervous system takes over and it just sends us these horrible symptoms when it thinks we're in danger. And being in your, in your sympathetic nervous system in your fight and flight response is essentially, it essentially means you're in danger. Um, even if that's not true, that's what your body thinks is going on. So brain retraining is essentially learning to rewire your nervous system. And as complicated and sciencey as that sounds, it starts by changing the information you feed your brain on a daily basis. And sorry, I went off on such a tangent there, but (laughs) when I was going through my recovery, I didn't actually realize that I was doing brain retraining until I looked into it, but I did start changing the way I spoke to myself inside my head after I did so much research and understood what my symptoms meant. I learned to, or I learned that what I was doing is classified as brain retraining. Um, And since then, since working with so many people, I've got quite an effective way of working through that with clients um, to make it seem quite simple. So I definitely recommend giving that a go. Um, there are a lot of other things that I did when I was recovering from CFS. I won't go into all of them in extensive detail because I don't like my podcast to be too long for you guys, but a couple of examples include letting go of toxic relationships. You might find that a lot of people in your life or relationships that you had kind of just disappear anyway. But when our health is on the floor, we don't have the energy to sustain things that aren't absolutely necessary. And anyone who really cares about you or is, you know, super important in your life will still be around while you're going through CFS. So I lost quite a lot of my friendships when I was going through CFS because they were probably because they were quite shallow and they were quite toxic anyway. um, When you can't go out and socialise and drink and stuff like that, it becomes quite apparent why people were in your life. So that's just my example, but letting go of things that are toxic, relationships in particular. And I suppose off the back of that, I had to change my people pleasing tendencies. So stop trying to please anyone and everyone. Um, That is a very common trait in people. And actually it's something that can lead to chronic fatigue because it's, it's a very stressful thing to do. You can't please everyone and anyone in your life all the time. When we're going through chronic fatigue syndrome, it's impossible to please everyone around you. Um, and like I've just said, anyone who cares won't put that pressure on you anyway, but stop, stop tra- stopping trying to please everyone was, um, it allowed me to have a lot more space to just focus on myself and my health. And I also became very, I suppose these all kind of interlink but I became very selfish with my time, but I didn't make myself feel bad about that. So I don't know if selfish is the right word, but I just became very, um, very focused on myself. I didn't worry so much about the world around me. Like I even stopped watching the news and stuff like that. You don't need external pres- pressure when you're going through chronic fatigue syndrome. You wanna lower it as much as possible. So even if you do have children or high family commitments, knowing um, what you kind of have to have some time for is great, but minimizing that as much as possible, I found really helpful. Like I just wanted to focus on myself, my yoga practice, my resting, my pacing. You know, when your health is low, you have to put that first. Health is the first wealth, right? We have to put ourselves first and I think quite an important part of that is not making yourself feel guilty for it. It's the least selfish thing you can do to focus on your own health because it's the only way you're going to get back to um, good health and then able to give to other people again. Um, Yeah, so I think on the whole, those were the main things that I did um, throughout my CFS. But the underlying... Part of this was my mindset. Um, and I, again, I've done another podcast on mindset that will help you maybe understand it. When we go through chronic fatigue, mindset can be really hard because it's associated, obviously, with a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety, and a lot of stress. But as I've previously explained, hopefully, you can understand why those things keep you stuck. We want to reduce stress as much as possible. Anxious thoughts and depressive thoughts are stressful. So you kind of get stuck in this cycle. So learning how to improve your mindset and using the support of either a coach or a therapist or even just like a good um, relationship you have, like a good family member can be helpful sometimes, depending on what's available to you and your finances, etc. But getting a really solid mindset in place how you're gonna approach recovery. And I think the most important part was accepting that there will be ups and downs along the way. It's not like you decide to recover one day and then it's an upward hill from there and you never feel symptoms again. It would be amazing if it was that easy, but it's not. So getting your mindset solid. So it's in a place where you know you're gonna be able to deal with the ups and downs of recovery and you're focusing on reducing stress as much as possible and as your symptoms show up you can respond as best as possible for you um and keeping that open mindset to for recovery keeping it optimistic knowing that you're doing the best you can do of the situation you're in right now knowing that your body is on your team and wants you to recover i think i find that really like adorable <laughs> but when you when you really understand chronic fatigue it's like your body is just screaming at you that it wants you to rest it wants you to heal from whatever trauma it is you've been through whether that's physical um emotional spiritual whatever the trauma was that's caused your cfs your body is responding in this way because it's trying to protect you and ultimately it does want you to heal it's not on the opposite team you just have to put in the work to support it and allow yourself to go through this process, even though it's not ideal, um, and it's obviously not what you want, you have to have self-compassion and try and talk to yourself in a more positive way. Um, Yeah, so I think that's pretty much everything on how I recovered from chronic fatigue syndrome. Um, If anyone wants more information on any of the things I've said, um, or if anything doesn't make sense, then obviously feel free to send me a message. I'm always happy to talk about my own recovery and what helped. I will, this was a spontaneous episode. I've kind of just feel like I've rambled a little bit, but I will perhaps do another episode of this where I go into a bit more detail about the lifestyle changes I've made, etc. cetera. Um, yeah, but that is it for today. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you feel like you could use some support and practical advice on how to recover from chronic fatigue syndrome, then I am always happy to have a chat. You can find me on Instagram at skycoaching. Underscore underscore.